Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Ramblers, let's get rambling. Ramblers, let's get rambling. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Ramble with Russell, episode 423 of my podcast, the home of intelligent rambling, right here on the Talk Shoe Network. I have a great show lined up for you today. Now, of course, we are show 18411 right here on Talk Shoe. Going to start things off today with a, a DVD review of a uh, a, um, a redo, I guess, a, a the next chapter, if you will. In motorcycle documentaries, and that is on any Sunday, the next chapter, courtesy of Anchor Bay Home Entertainment. We look at the many various ways people enjoy a motorcycle. Then we're going to go from the racing of an engine to the to a presidential race, if you will, for another installment of the great folk from the show Veep. It's Veep, the complete third series on Blu-ray, courtesy of HBO Home Video, where Selena Meyer. Runs for uh, presidency while being the vice president. Then we go from the backwoods politics of the U.S. to the woods of fantasy and fairy tale with a brand new release, courtesy of the great folks at Walt Disney Home Video. It is Into the Woods on Blu-ray, where four different fairy tales mix together in one story. Then we go from the world of fairy tale and myth to the world of superheroes once again, back to Marvel. Courtesy of great folks at DK Publishing, it is the Marvel year-by-year of Visual Chronicle, where we look back at the history of Marvel Comics, right from the early 1930s right up until the 2010s in a book of form. That's all here on Ramble with Russell. So I'm going to take a little musical interlude right up with the first review of the show. My DVD movie review for this episode is on any Sunday, the next chapter, courtesy of Anchor Bay Home Entertainment. Now, back in 1971, a movie starring Steve McQueen on any Sunday opened up theaters and kind of took its place in motorcycle history. It it was uh, a really interesting movie that, that looked at motorcycling from many different perspectives, from from the various aspects of motorcycling and really was revolutionary for its time. Well, we jump ahead 40 years later and the son of the original director of Any Sunday comes back to give us on Any Sunday the next chapter. This is kind of the, the next generation of the movie. It follows the same kind of idea as the 71 movie and that here, here is, here is, you know, a film about motorcycle racing, including motocross, motorsport, stunt racing, you know, all, all the very different af- aspects of motorcycling and, and 
and the people involved in this. They even talk about the 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 a modern day evil Knievel. And some of the stunts they show him do is crazy. This is a very interesting look at motorcycling. The music in it is really good. It, it's a nice soundtrack of of, of older uh, music kind of mixed in with the visuals. Really paints a picture well. And, and it's, it's kind of neat to see, you know, really kind of gives you an appreciation for Motorcycle Rising. Now, this thing was shot in 4K. And for DVD, it looks really good. I loved some of the slow motion shots. And it really... Uh, it is a fascinating look at motorcycles. Some of the the accidents they show, like it's amazing. I mean, sure they're they're head to toe in padding, but they walk away from some of the spills off in some of these bikes. Uh, for for and for uh, for um, extras, you do get some nice little featurettes and some extra footage that they didn't include within within the movie. There is a nice featurette too where you see the the the, the director of this movie talking with his father, who was the director of the original movie, and, and what it was like to go back and film uh, a newer version of what his dad originally did. It very much paints it as uh, a family project uh, when it comes to that. Overall, I mean, if you have an interest in motorcycle racing and, and a lot of really cool slow-mo, it's worth checking out. It almost makes me want to check out the original one to see if I can find it just to see, you know... The, the differences in how he tweaked it for a more modern day audience. So that is my take of on any Sunday, the next chapter on DVD courtesy of anchor Bay home entertainment.
My TV show on Blu-ray review for this episode is Veep, the complete third season, courtesy of HBO Home Video. This uh, this again picks up the continued adventures of Julia Lee's wife Dreyfus as Selena Meyer, vice president, wanting to be now president of the United States. When we ended season two, she had just found out that POTUS, the president of the United States, was not going to run for another term in office, and that that gave her a window to run for for president. So at the end of the second season, she had just kind of said, oh, heard this rumor, and then by now we hit the third season, she is well underway to campaign to be the next president of the United States. So that is pretty much the, the arc of this 10th season. There are some changes in it, but besides her running for president, one of the uh, more popular characters on the show, Jonah Ryan, played by Timothy Simons, he has a bit of a career change when, when he starts publishing things he shouldn't and gets fired from the West Wing and, and ends up kind of doing his own thing. So you have that kind of dynamic there. Uh, so it's it's more that kind of kind of uh, awkward kind of humor in it. <laughs> it's it's very much it's a very funny comedy kind of show, and and I really like it uh, how how it works. Uh, and and then you have all the all all her or her staff trying to compete. Uh, she takes a long time to decide on who the campaign manager is going to be, and there there are many kind of stumbles along the way. Uh, Tony Hale is is great. I love it. He has my last name. As as Gary Wall, she really comes into play in this third season. Now they do kind of end things on this third season a, a bit of a cliffhanger because it ends with the New Hampshire primaries and and there's still a debate on whether or not you know she she will get she is going to be the one that is going to be picked to lead her party to the next presidency presidency. The one thing I've always noticed about the U.S., the, their their process to pick a president is two years. It takes them two years to decide. And there's all this hullabaloo that goes into 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 deciding who the president's going to be. So really, in this third season, we kind of get a taste of it. 
who were running, you know, who were competition is, how does she fare, that kind of stuff. So this is kind of like warming up the band, really. Uh, it's, it, it, it may take another season or two before we find out whether or not, you know, she truly gets elected to being the president of the United States of this thing. And also there, there's a funny development near the end of the season that happens to her as well, which, which should play a very interesting season four where they're going to go with, with this show. Overall, it, it is a fun show. It, it has, again, has that kind of humor ye the getter you don't get. For extras, not a lot in this uh, third season. There is no inside looks in every episode like like HBO has done sometimes in some of the past shows. That's a little disappointing. Uh, there are There is audio commentaries. There, there are audio commentaries in the last four episodes of the ten-episode season, uh, all, all done by a cast and crew. The, the main one is Julie Louise Dreyfus. She does the... the the commentary for the last four and then she's joined by various cast and crew members so that really is your behind the scenes look is just listening to those those are entertaining as they always are you get deleted scenes and you get a little feature with the governor of 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 um of maryland where, where they, they film the show pays a set visit that that's essentially it so so that is your extras uh, when it comes to that Overall, uh, a fun season. Does it help to have watched the previous seasons before you watch this one? Kinda. Uh, you know, the 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 relationships uh, always evolve around Selena Meyer. Also introduced is Lena gets a personal trainer who is very personal, <laughs> who's really funny. Uh, I I kind of liked him. A nice addition to the show, and I'm hoping that you know he'll stick around for season four. But we shall see. It, it does put an interesting uh, dynamic in it in the show overall a fun third season and i'm looking forward to checking out season four when it comes out sometime next year so that is my take of veep the complete third season on blu-ray courtesy of the great folks at hbo home video
I'm going crazy My mind is racing It's always the same All the repetitious faces It's not helping with your case If I had one wish I'd wish review for this episode is disney's into the woods courtesy of walt disney home video now it's funny this movie i saw this trailer for this movie a while back in theaters and i thought cool it's a fairy tale movie they're mixing characters together and it should be good so i was really looking forward to this coming out in video because you know i i can't get to theaters like i used to so i was curious to check this out the the cast for this thing is pretty big you have meryl streep in this as the witch uh, Emily Blunt plays Cinderella. James Corden is the baker. Uh, and uh, Sorry, Emily Blunt is the baker's wife. Uh, James Corden is the baker. Anna Kendrick is your Cinderella. Chris Pine is Prince Charming, although not so charming. And Johnny Depp is the big bad wolf. Now, this <laughs> movie is actually based on a Broadway play. And, it, and the music was originally done by Stephen Songheim, who is a, a very popular composer. This is the guy... Uh, who, you know, who, 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 who was the composer for West Side Story and also, uh, a lot of really big musicals and also, uh, you know, was part of, of Wicked. So I thought, well, this guy has good credentials. I've liked some of his previous stuff. So, and I'm always up for a good musical. I should like this. The story centers around, um, it, it's basically, basically taking a bunch of fairy tales and kind of mushing them together. And, and and making them work. So that that's essentially is is what it's trying to do. The 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 the, the four the four stories we're trying to mix together. There there's uh, the, the the story centers around uh, a baker and his wife who are barren. 
uh, played by uh, Court, uh, James Corden and Emily Blunt. They, 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 they try and have a kid, and they just can't. And bring in the witch, Meryl Streep, who says, Hi, you know, I can, I can help you get a kid. And, oh, the reason you're not having a kid is because I cursed the baker. Oh, I cursed his family to be barren. And, but, but we can reverse the curse if you, if you gather a cow, some hair, like uh, a red cape, and, and a golden shoe. Not a glass shoe. A golden shoe. Uh, in three days, and then I can make a spell, and it will reverse the curse, sort of thing. So that that's the premise. Of this brings the, the 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 baker's wife in contact with Cinderella, hence the shoe. Um, and you have um, and Little Red Riding Hood, hence the cape, and 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 Jack and the Beanstalk with the cow. Now Uma <laughs> Tracy Ullman plays Jack's mother. Christine Baranski is the, the evil stepmother. So you have a quite a quite a big cast of celebrities in this one. Now, as I said, normally I like musicals. Uh, I have quite a few musicals in my collection of videos. And I talked about them on more than one occasion on this very show. But I gotta say this. The, the songs in this one just didn't grab me. Yes, visually, this movie is stunning. The, the effects are amazing. But I just couldn't get into the singing. The songs just didn't grab me. You know, I can still, you know, to this day, I still like the song from West Side Story. So it's not like this this guy can't write musicals I like, but I just couldn't get into this one. The characters in this one sing about every little thing like the the first half of this movie that they just sing about everything it's it gets kind of silly and even the lyrics are are way too rhymey all the timey they sing about everything there is even if they take a whiz they may be singing about it kind of thing and it's you know they don't sing they're doing that i'm not saying they do but it's it's, it's like over the top will pound you in that this is a musical. And that's just the first half of the movie. So the movie <laughs> goes an hour in. It's a two-hour movie. And you think, oh, look at this. It's it's the happily ever after ending. Everything is turning out. Yay! Slight spoiler. And then things go to shit. And then the second half of the movie is really dark and really like, not so much there's some songs, but they, they spread them out a little bit more. And and, it, and it's that kind of thing, like like Chris Pine, you know, your 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 Shatner next gen is 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 Prince Charming, and he's a bit of a douche, and 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 Red Riding Hood is a thief, and and Cinderella is constantly running away from the prince when when she goes uh goes out, so it, it's and 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 Cinderella can talk to birds. So it's it's really a, a mixed up sort of movie. Now, the, and I've seen reviews in this because this is a Disney movie. <laughs> this is another classic example of just because it's a Disney movie. I don't know if you should be letting little kids see this. At times, this is a very dark movie. Characters die, and and I don't know if this really is is appropriate for kids it's kind of made for adults if you want a, a you know a kid to see a disney movie uh, like uh, a recent one on video watch big hero 6 it, it's far more appropriate 
than than this. This is yeah, don't be confused. And and if you're looking for some kind of fantasy adventure story, I don't know. It it, it has some exciting moments, but it's it's not the movie I thought it was going to be. For extras in this one, you do get um an extra song that that they 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 made for the movie, they shot and filmed it, but they didn't include it in. So you get to see that cut song by Mel Streep. Uh, you get a featurette on the cast. You get a featurette on on the making of, and uh, you get filmmakers' commentary, music and lyrics. So you get a lot of behind the scenes of this. What I find interesting, and I always find it interesting with behind the scenes featurettes, that there are some celebrities that talk about their role in the movie, and there are others you don't see talk about their role at all it's very selective in the cast members that will talk about their role and ones that don't talk about their role and it's funny johnny depp and part of this says to him you know you know i never thought i would do uh, a musical you know uh, you know a musical movie before let alone do a second one it's technically for johnny depp this is his second musical. His his first one he did was the Sweeney Todd one, which was a great kind of tongue in cheek. I actually liked the music better in the Sweeney Todd movie that this same man wrote than I did in Into the Woods, and and much better. So Johnny Depp is in this movie, The Big Bad Wolf. He is kind of wasted, really. He's good for what he is, but he's on the screen for a very short number of time. He does get a song in. But it's a very short time, and it's only really like an extended cameo. Sure, he's on the cover, but his he's kind of in and out, and he's done. So <laughs> just keep that in mind. I much preferred him in Sweeney Todd. That 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 I preferred that movie as a musical more than this one. And I haven't seen that movie in ages, and yet I know I, I still like it better. Uh, overall, it is what it is. If you are a fan of Into the Woods... Of, of this Broadway play, which I never heard of before, then yeah, you're going to like this. Uh, I've seen so many mixed reviews. It, it, but I don't know. It just, for me, it just didn't hit the notes I wanted to. It, it is a gorgeous looking movie, but but I just, the songs just didn't, I don't know appeal to me as much of stuff I've heard him do before. So that is my take of In the Woods on Blu-ray, courtesy of Walt Disney Home Video.
My book review for this episode is Marvel Year by Year, a visual chronicle, courtesy of DK Publishing. Now, this is another one of these great books by DK, where it has the the the, the big kind of uh, hard, hard shell slipcover. And I gotta say, right off the bat, I was really impressed with the packaging. On the front, on, on either side of the packaging, you have an uh, image of the Hulk, Spider-Man, Wolverine, Thor, Iron Man, and Captain America kind of in action poses. And the, the 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 one side is embossed, the front cover is embossed, and on the opposite side you have the same characters, but the, the front has some kind of a present tense and the back has a past tense of them. And that really is kind of cool. Now, what's neat about this book is this is a, a modern version of something I used to collect as a kid. Back in the day, back uh, you know in the 70s and 80s, Marvel used to put out the Marvel Handbook. This was a great series of comics. Usually was like about a 12-issue series, I believe, somewhere around there, where it listed all of, 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 the, of, of the characters alphabetically, and, and, and you could go through it and kind of look through it, and it was really cool. I, I love that as a kid, and, and I collected a few of them, but I never got the whole run of it. What's interesting about this book, and this is very similar to the book that I talked about 
a few episodes ago with the DC visual guide. This takes you year by year through the very long history of Marvel Comics. Now, of course, Marvel started off as timely comics, and like DC, had its origins in the 1930s. So this is 80 years of comics from the 1930s, when it was just timely and, and comics were completely different than what they are now, right up until 2013, when this book was published. And it really shows, uh, just like the DC book, a real growth of comics. Because you look at those early years, from 1930 until 1960, and comics were completely different than what they are today. Comics in the 1930s and 40s and even 50s were, were much like radio back in the day, where it was a mixture of romance and action and horror and suspense. And, and the early days of comic books weren't colorful superheroes. They were just... Uh, a variety of, of stories, and that's really reflected in in this book. You, like like the DC one, you have some great cover shots and great two page fold outs of a lot of really older artwork, and really sets the the, the stage for for what's gone on uh, before us. As usual with these books, this is a team effort putting this together. Uh, you have uh, the, 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 and it goes by years by years. Um, contributing writers to this are Peter Sanderson, Tom DeFalco, who, of course, if you know your Marvel, you know who he is, and Matthew K. Manning. They're, they're the main contributors as we go through decades in this book. You also get a foreword by Stan Lee, an introduction by Tom DeFalco, who's talking about the, the daunting task of putting this book together, and an after by Joe Quesada, who, of course, is the editor, head editor Marvel editor-in-chief of Marvel Comics. So that's what you have here. And of course, you couldn't have a Marvel book without Stan. This is a great resource. And really, as, as I found with DC, a nice look back into how comics have evolved over the years. You can, of course, get uh, great cover art and you get great images from all the comics. Little blurbs and little factoids about history that I didn't know about because, you know, I, I know a lot, but... Even that was new to me, and and it was a nice refresher to me. I, I felt like I did with DC. Here I am looking back at stuff that was came uh, that occurred before me, stuff that occurred when when I was in my prime of collecting comics, and then the the, the various things that have gone on since I stopped collecting comics on a regular basis. So it really was a nice thing because it, it talks about it goes uh, year by year, the month by month, and talks about okay, here's the origin of this character, here's the origin of this, the origin of that, and and all the major plot developments in between, and and really. Uh, has a shows that reflection of the different artists and how comics have changed over the years. And I really liked it. it. It's it's a great companion piece to the Marvel Encyclopedia, and and it really you know this kind of thing I I love will love, love about the the comic industry is just how it's changed and to relive some of those moments that that I you know I grew up with in, in this book. It makes me feel old when I say that, but it's true. Overall, if you're a fan of Marvel, this is. Definitely a great book to get. I love the um, the, the slipcover, much like the DC one, how you have the two different sides. That is really cool, how they did that. And the embossing on the cover is really nice. I wish all covers would come with a nice embossed slipcase. That, that really kind of adds the look of the book and really makes it look like something you want sitting on your coffee table to kind of show off to people and say, look at this cool book that I have. One of the other things that's really cool about this book, and I, I love when DK does this, Included in in this book, and they did this with with the um, year by the, the DC version, 
you have two prints, um, the prints in the back. And these are copies of, as I said, the cover where you have the old, old the new current version of the heroes and the old version of the heroes, a, a print for each of those. And that is really nice. I like those prints. They're kept in a nice protective um, case. And it's a nice extra that's something you can hang on your wall if you can just find the right frame for it. So that is my take of the Marvel year-by-year of Visual Chronicle, courtesy of DK Publishing. Well, that's going to wrap things up for this episode of the show. As always, you can get in touch with me in a number of ways. You can check me out on Twitter. I'm Rambling Russ on Twitter. R-A-M-B-L-A-N-G-R-U-S-S. Tweet me and I tweet you back. And I appreciate all the followers I get on Twitter. And, and, and kudos to the people who are new following me. That is great. I appreciate that. You can check me out here, right here in the Talk Shoe Network. I am show 184101. And I encourage you to check out all my past episodes and let a comment on my page. Also, you can check out my, my original homepage on the internet on Libsyn. is still up and running at the time of this recording. Check out all eight plus years of doing the show. Coming up to nine years this May. Right at HTTP, full colon, backslash, backslash, ramblingrust.libsyn.libsyn.com. That's my original home on the internet. Also check me out on Facebook. Just type in Ramble with Russ on the Facebook page. You'll find me there in the search engine. And check me out on iTunes in the iTunes store under podcasts. Coming up on future episodes, got a lot of good stuff. Video-wise, I just got a copy of Interstellar on Blu-ray, a brand new release courtesy of Paramount Home Video, starring Matthew McHahanakai, Anne Hathaway, Jessica Chastain, and Michael Kine, who was a very brief role in this particular movie. And then uh, we're going to go back in time again with a, another new series from the great folks at AMC and Anchor Bay. It is Turn, Washington Spies, where we have some colonial um, action on DVD. Also, some classic Trek for you as well, courtesy of Paramount, is Star Trek, the original series, Captain Kirk's Boldest Missions, on DVD. Also, a brand new release from Paramount on Blu-ray, Top 5, a, a, a movie about comedians, if you will, a comedian, starring Chris Rock. And uh, I'll try to uh, make my way through Ray Donovan on Blu-ray, Season 1 of that, because Season 2 is coming out in the very near future, courtesy of Paramount Home Video. Video game-wise, as I mentioned last week, I'm still waking my way through my the Xbox One, courtesy of Veritas Communications and Microsoft Canada. I have another week or so left to kind of play around with that and going through a lot of games on that as quick as I can. I've already played through Rise, Son of Rome, which is really fun. Uh, also playing through Sunset Overdrive, which has a glitch, which I'm hoping they'll solve before I have to return it. Uh, as well as Connect Sports, uh, Forza Horizon 2 and Forza 5, and um, a few other games. As well. Also, Assassin's Creed, I was able to get through Game Access. Unity, which I'm playing through that too. So a lot of games on the thing. I still have some PS3 games I need to get through as well. So a lot of video game content coming up in the show. I'm going to give you my, my take on the Xbox One and my experience working with the latest generation of video gaming. It, it's been a very interesting experience so far. I've had a lot of fun with the Connect, for sure. Well, that is it for this episode of the show. We'll catch you next time right here on Ramble with Russell. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye-bye.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.